Welcome to Little Seeds of Faith. I'm Joni, and I'm so happy that you are here with me today on this new adventure and this new series of exploring the questions of what is. Today, we have a new fun topic to explore. So come on and join me. I bet you've been to Sunday school before, a few times possibly, and I bet you have heard people talk about sin. But what is sin, really? Now, if you ask someone, your mom or dad or teacher, they will probably tell you that sinning means doing something bad. And that answer is correct. But like many other words, if we dig a little deeper, we will find that there is more to it than simply being bad. Today, we will explore what the Bible says about sin. You may have noticed that people don't use the word sin in everyday language. If you disobey your teacher at school, the teacher won't say, oh no, you sinned. And if someone apologizes to you, they usually don't say, I'm sorry for sinning. So when do we actually use the word sin? The word sin appears hundreds of times in the Bible, and people who believe in God sometimes, or most of the time, refer to the mistakes that they make as sins. Well, why do believers use this word? If we look in our dictionary, we can discover the answer. Now, I need to confess something here. When I was a child, probably around your age, I hated the dictionary with a passion. Oh, whenever I asked my mom what a word meant or even how to spell a word, she'd tell me to look it up in the dictionary. Now, this was before the internet and before we had Google on our phones. I know I'm dating myself but I had to look it up in the dictionary, get out and turn the pages. And I think one year, I even got a dictionary as a birthday present. What a bummer, man. That sounds like a terrible gift. And I thought just going through the book to learn new words was a waste of time. But today, I am so, so grateful that I know how to use a dictionary. And believe it or not, I love looking up words now. When I open my dictionary, I feel like a treasure hunter searching for new knowledge. So with that, I hope that I am just passing down a a little bit of excitement for you to open up your dictionary and learn the meaning of new words with me. Um, It's a great way just to increase your knowledge is by knowing what words mean. Okay, so with that, let's hunt down the meaning of the word sin. Now, many parts of the Bible were originally written in Hebrew, and the Hebrew word for sin is kahata, which is spelled K-H-A-T-A. What does kahata mean? Right? So, what is the question? What does sin mean? It means to miss the mark. Have you ever tried to hit a target or shoot a basketball goal only to fall short and not quite make it where the ball, not making it where you want to go? You could say you missed the mark. Now, in the same way, we can make God our goal or our mark to shoot for. If we do that, if we do what God asks of us, we hit the mark. If we don't do what God asks of us to do, we miss the mark and sin. But what exactly is the mark that God's asking us to hit? What is it that God wants us to do? Now, the Bible has a lot to say about this, but Jesus sums up God's most important commandments in the book of Matthew. 
Let's see what he has to say. He says, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important, to love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. According to Jesus, our goal is to love God and love people. When we trust in God, put others' needs before our own, and do what we know is right, we hit that mark. Now, we can also think of hitting the mark as glorifying God. What does it mean to glorify? Now, to glorify means to praise and honor God. If we act the way God wants us to act, to be kind, unselfish, patient, forgiving, and just, we glorify Him and hit the mark. Now, I want to hit that mark. Don't you? Don't you want to be all those things? To be kind and to be unselfish and to be patient and forgiving. I want to be like that. Unfortunately, we can all think of times when we have messed up and not hit the mark. Maybe we said something mean to someone, told a lie, or took something that didn't belong to us. Whatever we did, we failed to glorify God, and we missed the mark. That's what it means to sin. As it says in James 4.17, Remember, it is sin to know what you ought to do, and then not to do it. Romans 3.23 adds, For everyone has sinned, and we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Sometimes our sins are intentional. Now, intentional means that we mean to do it. If we hit our sibling, even though we know it's wrong, that's an intentional sin. Other times, we sin accidentally. For example, maybe you repeat a word you heard someone say only to learn later that the word is rude and not very kind. You didn't mean to say it, but you still said it, and it hurt something, and it was harmful. Either way, every one of us has sinned both intentionally, means we meant to do it, and accidentally, which means, oh, I didn't know that was not, we weren't supposed to be doing that. So what happens when we sin? The book of Romans tells us that the price of sin is death. Ooh, that's big. To understand why sin causes death and how God can save us from it, we must turn to the very first book of the Bible in Genesis. In Genesis, we learn that the world was once perfect and free of sin, not at all like it is today. What went wrong? Well, we must remember that God gave us gives us all a choice. We call that free will. We can choose to do what God asks of us, or we can choose to ignore Him and follow our own desires. That's exactly what happened to the first man and woman on earth, Adam and Eve. God warned them not to eat the fruit from a certain tree. He told them that if they did eat it, they would die. If Adam and Eve had made glorifying God their goal, they would have hit the mark and lived forever. Instead, they did what they wanted and ate that fruit. Now, Adam and Eve did not die right away. We know that. But something changed immediately. 
sin entered the world, and along with it came pain, suffering, and eventually death. Worst of all, their sin separated them from God. Sin is like a shadow that hides God's glory from us and from other people. The more we sin, the further we get from God. And one day, just like Adam and Eve, we will die. Oh, that sounds terrible, doesn't it? It sounds scary. I don't want to talk about death and sinning and doing bad things. But thankfully, we don't have to be afraid. God loves us so much that he made a way to bring us back to him and save our lives. If you're familiar with the Bible, you know the story of Jesus. And if I know if you're listening to this podcast, you've heard me talk about Jesus over and over again, and you've been to Sunday school and heard about him. Jesus is the son of God. In biblical times, Jesus was born here on earth and he lived on earth just for a little while. Now, if that were the end of the story, it would be tragic. But Jesus was not an ordinary man. Remember, he is the Son of God. Jesus came back to life and saved all of mankind from sin. Death could not hold him in that grave because he did not sin. He was resurrected. And thanks to Jesus, we don't have to be separated from God. If we believe this and obey God's commands, we will one day live forever with him in the kingdom. This extraordinary story of Jesus ties all the books of the Bible together. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you may remember that we call Jesus the golden thread of the Bible. He's there at the very beginning and he's there at the very end and in the middle. As awesome as this is, you may still have worries about sinning. It's hard to hit our mark. Even the great apostle Paul, who dedicated his whole life to God, he missed the mark from time to time. And he talks about it in Romans. In Romans 7.15, he said, he wrote, I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what I is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. Even he struggles. But part of the good news that we have and that we need to share with everybody around us is that God knows we will not always hit our mark and we will fall short. In 1 John 1, 8 through 9, it says, If we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. This means we can find forgiveness no matter how badly we mess up. None of us are good, but we can all work on being good. Does this mean we don't have to worry about sin at all? Should we do whatever we want since God can forgive us and he will forgive us if we confess our sins to him? Mm, Let's see what the Apostle Paul had to say on that subject. Well then, he says, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. We shouldn't just sin knowing that we have forgiveness. We need to try not to sin. Even though we cannot be perfect, we must do our best to hit the mark. 
Why? Because loving God and others is the most important thing in the world. When we display our love for God by doing what's right, we become the person God wants us to be. We need to glorify God in all that we do. Now, that is so much easier said than done, isn't it? Sometimes sitting seems easier or more fun than following God. It's so tempting to get back at someone, to act selfish, or lie to get our way, or to steal. We may tell ourselves, it's just a little sin, it doesn't really matter. But let's take a look at what it says in James 2 verse 10. For the person who keeps all of the laws except one is as guilty as a person who has broken all of God's laws. This means that all sins, big and small, are serious in God's eyes. He knows how much we struggle to do the right thing, so He encourages us to stay strong. Back in Genesis, God spoke to Cain, who wanted to sin by hurting his brother. This is what God said to Cain. He says, You'll be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you, but you must subdue it and be its master. Here, God is explaining how important it is to fight back against sin. When we want to give in to sin, or when someone tries to convince us to do something we know is wrong, we must stand tall and say no. It will be challenging at times. But following God will always be the best in the long run. So, we know that Jesus gave his life to save us from our sins. But how do we accept his precious gift? It's surprisingly easy. You need to admit that you have made mistakes. Ask God for forgiveness. Be baptized. Dedicate your life to God. And make glorifying God your goal, the mark that you are trying to hit daily. Now, sometimes you will miss the mark, and sometimes you will hit the mark. But when you miss it and you say, I'm sorry, and you try to do better, you can find forgiveness. Best of all, when this life is over, and when sin, our flesh, takes over and we end up dying, you will live with Jesus, and all those who have done their best to hit the mark and to glorify God and his kingdom forever. And the best part is that when Jesus is here on earth and reigning in the kingdom, we know there'll be no more sin again, and we will finally master hitting that mark. I know I just talked a lot and gave you so much information, so let's just quickly go over what we've just learned about opening up our dictionary and digging a little bit deeper into what sin is and asking more questions. What is sin? What is our mark? What does it mean to glorify Him? Okay? So, what is sin? Our goal is to glorify God by loving Him loving others, and doing what is right. When we fail to do this, we miss the mark. This is called sinning. Now that you understand how serious sin is, 
you can see just how amazing Jesus' sacrifice was for us. When we hit the mark, we honor the one who saved us from sin. I will do my best to thank Jesus by hitting the mark as much as I can. I invite you to do the same. Remember, we will not be perfect as long as we are here on this side of the kingdom. But God is always on our side, and He will help us get better and better at hitting the mark. So with that, I hope you understand a little bit more about what sin is. That's not just simply about being bad and disobeying, but it's more to that. Because the opposite of sinning is to glorify God. And that's what we want to do. We want to glorify God in all that we do. We want to shine His light everywhere we go and to all those who are around us so that they may learn about that golden thread that runs through the Bible, Jesus. Thank you.